Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Guys. It's the season finale of Station 19. I have so many things to say. It's like I'm going into the wildfire. Actually, we were in the wildfire because we film in L.A. Stay tuned for more. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz I like this new opening music that yeah. we have. Kind of puts me in the zone. Guys, welcome back. Station 19. I'm one of your co-hosts, Linda Entwee. And we have our fan favorite, Joshua, (laughs) in the house. He's back. what's up? (laughs) Guys, I can't believe we've been through an entire season and that this was the season finale. What were your overall thoughts? Well, my overall thoughts for this episode, I was kind of underwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah, I I think they, they did a good job leaving us on a cliff leaving us hanging on the cliff. But I think the storyline kind of fell flat for me this week. Yeah, I mean, I think you said it earlier, and I agree with you. I think they could have ended it last week, and Mm -hmm. I would have been okay. Mm -hmm. I had a little... I had some issues for the first time ever in Shondaland. Yes. I felt the editing was super choppy, and I was like, wait, what just happened? Right. The example I will give when Sullivan was about, was screaming at Ben, mm-hmm. and he's like, what are you doing? Go to commercial, come back, and they're in the house. I was like, wait, so it's okay then? Yes. Because we find out later that it was not okay. Right. But I, anyways, I had, I had a few issues. Still love you, Shondala, and still love you, Stacey, but I thought this, this episode was a little choppy for me. Yeah. You know, uh, let's jump in to Jack and Maya because yes. that's how they open, which I think is hilarious. All and right. I'm team Jack and Maya. <laughs> and this one over here is not so much. No go. <laughs> <laughs> but they're at they're at Dean's place mm-hmm. and they're getting hot and heavy. And Dean is not having it. He's mm-hmm. like, I hear you guys. We're on a houseboat. Yep. You know, remember that. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts? Uh, I did think it was a, a bit abrasive to be so loud at Dean's place. Uh, at this point, Dean has proven that he can handle having a, a one roommate, but to have a second roommate is a bit much. Well, it's not like she's moved in, <sighs> and they're in that honeymoon phase where they're they're out openly, they're yeah. really feeling each other. You're just being a hater. <laughs> I think, at least. Uh, And then we have Vic and Andy. Mm -hmm. And what did you think about uh, seeing Vic and Andy and and her reaction to Vic Mm -hmm. as they're getting ready? Because we know they're going to Seattle. Right. Well, I think Andy was trying to be supportive. You know, she Mm -hmm. was doing a good job of... I think her character has really turned around. First, I thought she was selfish and just because she things. was, yeah, she was. She just wanted things to herself, but now she's putting herself in a position to really help others. Do you think it's because she's had all these life and death situations, and because all the people, like we talked about last week, we talked about how um, all her close people mm-hmm. have kind of partnered with other people, right, or dealing with their own issues, yeah. so she can't be the center of their universe anymore. Right, it's allowed her to have that time of reflection. Yeah. And she can really, you know, self-reflection is is something that's very positive. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Agreed, agreed. So they're getting to polite to L.A. And Mm -hmm. I learned, actually, I learned a lot in this episode because we think they're heroes and and all firefighters are really heroes. 
But to find out that just not just being a firefighter, but fighting house fires mm-hmm. versus wildfires, yes. completely different beasts. Very different. And it's almost like you have to train for it. Yes. So we see that our Seattle firefighters have been fighting fires forever, mm-hmm. but they have never had to do this. So it's brand new to them. So mm-hmm. they get to L.A. and they find out that the fire is only 10% contained. And they're used to dealing with one house fire, but they have to deal with the whole block mm-hmm. and make sure everyone, including all the crazy personalities and different personalities mm-hmm. and people that are scared, are going to be safe. What were your thoughts on that? Well, i first like to point out that I saw how Dean was very attentive to Mr. George about Rumpelbum tankers or mm-hmm. Rumpelbum tankers. And what was important in that scene, even though they had not been trained to deal with the wildfires, mm-hmm. they still are trained on how to deal with people. And even though Victoria was going through her moments of being dark and being uh, pessimistic, Dean still saw through that and said, I'm going to show you something. I think that was very important. Now, as far as dealing with the wildfires, they had absolutely no idea what they were doing, but they were willing to listen to people who did. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that Dean has been coming with the wisdom, though. Yeah. Because he came with the wisdom last week yes. for Maya and Jack, yes. and this week he's there for Vic. So Nikki's... She's we, making an impact. We'll talk about Nikki later, <laughs> but Nikki's been good. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Nikki's been good for Dean, for sure. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about... Um, Travis. Yes. And Travis having to be basically bailed in jail before mm-hmm. he gets to L.A. And he travels down to L.A. because Ryan is going to San Diego mm-hmm. for his training. So he travels with Pruitt, who, you know, Pruitt only, I'm telling you guys, Pruitt is going to be the new captain. All right. I'm telling you. Or the you, new chief. Chief. Yeah, yes, the new because chief. Because he's always around. He always yeah. ends up inserting himself. Yes. So he asserts himself and like, I'm going to L.A., you don't work for the firehouse. I thought you were a paramedic, but okay, come on, let's go. We'll you make, can't help it. We'll make a road trip of it all. Yeah. Right? So I thought that, that was interesting. But what did you think about Travis um, opening up in jail? Uh, well, first of all, I think it was appropriate that he was there. The guy got out of hand. Uh, that was terrible. Yeah. As far as him being there, Tanner there, Pruitt is there. And I think that Travis really is starting to understand, like, self-reflect, especially now that he's moving past his ex or his, his being a widow. He's he's starting to self-reflect, and he's starting to really open up and start experiencing other people. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's real, He's waking up to his life. Yeah, and, and he mentioned that later, saying it could be quite exciting. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, the car ride. I yeah. loved it. It's like, you're trying to get some wisdom, but you're really speaking about yourself, Travis. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> I got you. Speaking of I got you, let's talk a little bit about our network. Yes, well, first we would like to say thank you all so much for sticking with us this entire season. It has been wonderful here. Shondaland, Stacy, they all know what they're doing. They've done a good job, and we want to say thank you to them. And we want to say thank you to our fans for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. So if you watch us on YouTube, make sure you give us a thumbs up. If you watch us on iTunes, make sure you give us five stars. Nothing less than five stars. We love everything about doing things here at After Buzz. Linda and I love it. Sahai, even though she's absent tonight, she loves it as well. So we, we just want to say in order to continue to grow, you all have to support us, and we'll support you. I love it. Guys, the live chat is popping. Hello, <laughs> live chat. I'm going to miss you guys. It's going to be so long. But while I have you here, Chloe, thank you for staying up, and thank you for being a, with us all across from across the world. 
Hi, Leslie and Nyla and Chloe again's in there. I'm in the chat. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you so much. And I got to tell you, some of I agree with some of what you're saying in here, but mm, I have some scoop for you. So when we get to news and gossip, I think uh-huh. I'm going to answer some of these questions that are in this chat here. Somebody get the ice cream for all the scoop. Oh, we're losing it. Uh, Let's talk about the triage. So they get to the tent, they Mm -hmm. check in, and it is Travis, it is Ryan, Mm -hmm. and Pruitt. Mm -hmm. I still call him Captain Pruitt, Chief Pruitt, Pruitt, I'll Mm -hmm. just call him. And they're like in the action. And it reminded me of some of the stuff that I was actually seeing in the news when we were having our wildfires earlier this year that were really terrible that we kind of go through every year and we're kind of used to it Mm -hmm. now. But the Malibu fires were something like we hadn't seen and it it brought me back to that moment. Did it bring you back to that at all? Well, for me, it was my first big wildfire Mm -hmm. because I just moved to L.A. Yeah. So to see it to that magnitude and trying to replicate it on television, I mean, they really did a great job. Yeah, they, they really did. So... They have this tent, and they have this hottie two-by-four who is a paramedic. <laughs> yeah, that, I think his name is Jeremy. Uh, you I, know I, what? Yeah, is that right? I think that I wrote his name down. Yeah, and they it said might, it later. They did say, no, it's Dylan. Dylan. Okay, yeah. Dylan. His name is Dylan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dylan was a hottie. Yeah, he was nice. And Dylan was doing his thing, mm-hmm. and you see that Travis jumps right in to help, and they almost had a second hand without knowing that Dylan was uh, deaf. Right. They were, like, working in conjunction. It was almost like they knew each other. I was like, oh, you two are soulmates. Yeah. Well, you could tell (laughs) when when he walked up the way Dylan looked at him. And I said, oh, they're going to get together. Yeah. Like, they they just had that it factor. I was like, ooh, la la. Okay, I like this. And I like that Travis is is finding love again and and open to love again. So that was kind of great, too. Um, so we meet the family, mm-hmm. uh, Maria and Terry. So the rest of the firehouse is stationed on, I wanted to say, oh yeah, Blue Willow, on yeah. Blue Willow Blue Street. Willow. Mm-hmm. Everyone's been forced to evacuate. And this is true in real life in LA, guys. Mm-hmm. There are some people that are so stubborn, they refuse to evacuate because they feel like they've been there, done that. Right. And I want to say this. Nature is nature is nature. You might have survived the uh, fire last week. Mm-hmm. You might have survived the earthquake five years ago. But not every earthquake, right. not every fire, not every national national <laughs> natural disaster is the same. That's so, right. like, use your wisdom. Use yeah. your use your mind. Yes. But we have Marie and Tara who's like, you know what? We've been there, done that. We're experts. We're declining to mm-hmm. evacuate. Yep. I knew that. I said, there's there's the incident right there. Yeah, of course. Y'all are the problem. Yeah, it was written. And I want to say shout out to Patrick Duffy yeah. for doing a great job as Terry. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen him in a role like that before. Me neither. Yeah, but I think he did a really good job. He has a very distinctive way about him yeah, as well, too. Yeah, he does, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're there. And then as we've learned in Firefax, when your houses are too close, too close mm-hmm. together. That's right. 
they burn quicker, mm-hmm. right? And they yep. burn quicker because of those embers. That's right. They... I just mentioned that, you guys. And guess what? That's what happened. That's right. The embers started uh, flying over to the to their house. Mm-hmm. And plus they had the brush in front of their house that was right. not helping. And so they all get trapped there. Mm-hmm. Yes. So... Uh, Maria, we find out, has asthma, so mm-hmm. she can't take the heat and the fire right. and the suit. So they go inside and try to help her. In the meantime, she sends her husband out to cut down the brush. Mm-hmm. Did you think that was a good decision before uh, we, you knew what was going to happen? Well, yes, because I did find out here in L.A. you are supposed to trim your brush. Uh, I know some I have some, some friends who live in Calabasas, mm-hmm. and they are supposed to keep their brush contained year-round. So if there is a fire, it's less likely to burn towards the house. That's right. Yeah. That's one of the fire facts. Mm-hmm. Cut your grass. That's right. Cut the brushes. And don't live so close to each other. Yes. Well, they they don't in Calabasas. For real, for real. Yeah. Like, this is my land. Yes. This is all my land. All of it. Let me be like Kanye and, and take my ministry to my mountaintop. Uh-oh. Stop that. Don't get me started. Um, so then he goes outside to do that. And right. then I just, I saw, I was like, you know what? We're already having a major wildfire. Yep. It's already a nine one one situation. <laughs> when I saw what he was about to do, but you called it, you looked at me and started shaking your head. Like, like something's about to happen. Yeah, And I was like, we don't need this. Nope. Stacy, we don't need this distraction <laughs> on top of what, all the stuff that we have going on That's here. That's right. This fool's about to stick his hand in. Even I know that it's all going to be all bad. Yeah. Like, you're going to stick your hand in when this thing is on, for real, for real? Come on, bro. Right. He's tripping. But, you know, he's moving fast, he said. He wasn't thinking. He sticks his hand in. Of course it gets jammed. And now we're in a situation. Do you die? Or do you Or do you Cut amputate? your hand off. Exactly. I I live whatever it takes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, and that's the decision to go with. Exactly. So, and Ben, which I love seeing about Ben is that he does take his surgeon background. Yeah. And he's so calm under pressure yeah. and he always knows what to do. And I said this last week and I'm saying it this week, even though Vic was doubting him mm-hmm. and making him second guess his decision, when Dean said, what would Surgeon Ben do? Right. He was like, I would cut his hand off to save his life. Go ahead and do that, bro. Right. Do it. You have to. Because a life is the most important. That's, That's right. what you want to share. Chara, so they cut it, they amputate his hand, and then they cut to commercial. And yes, I'm mentioning it again because it was very abrupt. <laughs> Very abrupt after we see that Sullivan is yelling at Ben. In the house. (laughs) They're in the house now. And the hand is wrapped up. And they're about to, like, clear off the table. So many questions. Bad editing, in my opinion. But they get there, and he's going to be okay. And then I want to talk about the moment that Vic had. um, With Dean? With Dean. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about that. So... We see that uh, she says, I'm in a really dark place. Like, she can't see the light. Uh, I can't even even say his name. Mm -hmm. She's just very sad. Yeah. And I'm sad. And I'm not going to mention his name because I'm going to be very sad again. But, you know, Vickley is gone and all she can see is darkness. That's right. And Dean tries to bring the wisdom again. Mm -hmm. What did you think of that? Well, I've seen that before with people. I've seen where they take their experiences 
and they throw them all to the side for one experience and blame the world mm. or blame. I know people who blame God and say, mm-hmm. well, God did this and he allowed this to happen. And I think Vic is in that place where she's not blaming God, of course, but she's thinking that the world is against her. Yeah. She lost the only person she's ever loved. Yeah. And so, I mean, where else do you go from there if you don't have anybody's shoulder to cry on? Yeah. And and you're a closed-off individual as right. it is. Yeah. Uh, and Dean stayed calm and gave her the wisdom yep. and said, you know, that it will get better. Yeah. And it doesn't have to always be dark. And, you know, good things do happen yeah. in time. And that's when uh, Rumpelbum Taker shows up. Rolls right in. Smooth. And <laughs> he said, see, good things happen. And... Guys, I'm going to tell you something, and I don't want you to hate me for it. We I love won't. animals. <laughs> love. I hate cats. Can't stand them. Oh, like, I can't. So you wouldn't have saved the cat, Linda? Bye, cat. Bye. <laughs> oh, like they, I don't know what it is. Maybe in a past life. I do know what it is, but I'm not going to tell you guys. I just oh, you have like to cats. share now. Uh, okay, long story short, I... I was cat sitting for a cat that overstayed its welcome, and mm. it was like a feral uh, cat that just. I have scars to open yes. that, that cat, okay. and I just I can't. I would open the door and say, Bye, go, go away. <laughs> and the cat would run, and I'd be like relieved, and then it'd be like oh, scratching my at my door five minutes later. <sighs> it was very traumatic. Yes. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> the cat came back, and everything that it's a reminder that. You know, good things do happen, yeah. unless you're the evil cat, Izzy, and you know who you are. <laughs> um, and what was interesting is that even though Vic didn't seem like she responded, mm-hmm. she responded when she had to talk to Maria's husband. What's his name? Uh, Terry. Terry. Mm-hmm. So Terry's in a dark place, doesn't yeah, want to see Maria. Yeah. Because he feels like he's not strong anymore. Right. He's not the man anymore. And he doesn't know like where he's going to go from here. And everything that Dean said to Vic, mm-hmm. she reiterated to him. And I thought, okay, so... That means not, she believes it. She believes it. Mm-hmm. And she's not totally closed off. Right. And the words that she was giving him as wisdom was also for herself. Right. A reminder that, yes, what Dean said is true and it's right. Mm-hmm. Well, I said that in the beginning when she was speaking negative, you know, cat toast, fried cat. And I said, Vic is projecting because she doesn't feel good. And now towards the end, she's accepting that wisdom, pushing it on to Terry, who said, he said, I'm never scared. So I thought about bone crusher. You know, I ain't never scared. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, like a little bone crusher up there. <laughs> okay. Guys, the, the live chat. I know you guys. I know we're all still us. mad about Lucas. No, they're mad about the death. And, Tiny French fry is bitter. She's like, here she is. Like, I mean, I'm still bitter about Lucas's death. Why don't the stations have battalion chiefs? If uh, 42 had won, Ripley wouldn't have to go into that building. Mm. So he wouldn't be dead. That's right. Fair enough. But Conley would. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. there. Yeah, it was Conley. That's it. Yep. Someone, someone would have had to pass. And unfortunately, it was someone that we didn't want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on. Let's go into uh, Jack and Maya. So Jack is super excited about Maya. He's calling them the new it couple. He's That's... trying to talk to Sullivan about it. He's trying to talk to Andy about it. Anyone who listen, he wants to talk about Maya, even to Maya. And Maya's like, we're in a wildfire right now, in a life and death situation. 
us can wait. Mm-hmm. Okay, stop rolling your eyes. <laughs> Be open-minded. I am open-minded. Okay, so what? then what did you think of that situation? I think Maya was right for shutting down the potential conversation. But I think Jack, Jack is being irresponsible. How is he being irresponsible? Sully, in this situation, Sully said, I want to move these chairs in silence. And Jack is like, oh, but me and Maya met, you know, and even though nobody cares, I'm going to tell you anyway. I'm like, come on, bruh. Yeah, see, I'm not, you just don't like them. Together. Together. I'm going to say this. I think it's it's exciting that he's excited and giddy about okay. being in love with someone. Do you we think he's more giddy about Maya than he was about Andy? That's, we haven't seen this part of Jack before. That's we true. saw long-term relationship Jack who right. was ready to settle down and get married. True. But we haven't seen new romance Jack. That's and right. So I'm going to let him have his moment and go ahead, handle it. It might have been a little inappropriate because, you know, you're at your job and it's an emergency. But if you're excited, I'm excited for you, Jack. And uh, <laughs> let's talk about uh Ryan and the money. Oh my and gosh. Pruitt saying, you know, you need to get rid of this money. Yeah. Um, we all know where it came from. It's dirty and, you know, we're in a fire, so let that lead the way. Mm-hmm. What did you think of that? I feel like he should have got rid of the money when his dad told him about it. Like, you know, uh, uh, this is your dad is a career criminal. How in the world would he be able to have this money and save it for you if it's clean? You know, it's dirty money. You're a police officer. Don't get blinded by the fact that you don't make as much money than that's in this bag. You need to make the best decision for your long term. I agree with you. That's the right answer. But when he put that money in the trash can and and was about to light it on fire, I was like, no, don't do it. I'll take it for you. But I wouldn't. That's the wrong thing to do. I mean, then he can cause a fire. He should have just thrown it in the fire instead of creating another one. I mean, it was a bag of money. Just throw it in the fire like that? Yeah. I mean, couldn't uh, he donate the dirty money to, like, a charity or something? He could turn it into the cops. He is the cops. I'm saying, yeah, but then, you know, he can keep it for sure. Oh, like, I don't know. Do something. (laughs) Clean it. Turn it around. Do something good with the bad money. Don't just burn it. So many people need that money. Don't just burn that money. And he didn't because, you know, it was a bag of money. (laughs) Um... (laughs) So let's talk about Andy and Sullivan, and they were going for supplies. Mm-hmm. They get stuck outside because the winds have shifted, mm-hmm. and the fire is now there. And I think be- with Andy's fast thinking, also we know that she was reading up because she was bringing all those books with her oh, yeah. about wildfires. She knew exactly what to do, so they jumped in the pool, and then... As they jumped in the pool, Sullivan had, like, all of those flashbacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Going back and back, yeah. What did you think of that? I thought it was interesting. Uh, we knew he had feelings for Andy, but not to that magnitude mm-hmm. where he was playing back all the instances in their life, in their lives where they've been together. And yeah. they've had to make these, these extenuate. they've been in these extenuating circumstances where they've had to make life or death decisions together. Yeah. For me, at some point, you need to kiss her or something bro like like you keep getting put in these positions together but you saw that underwater where he grabbed her head like you know that he was thinking like i just want to hold you and love you and kiss you you saw that in yeah, that oh moment, yeah right? definitely yeah. yeah okay just wanted to make sure we were seeing the same so thing. is andy in denial or is she cautious 
No, she was in the moment trying to save their lives while they're underwater. She probably couldn't hold her breath for very much longer either. Right, but it seems like you know, before they went to Station 19, it seems like she still was going through those moments. Like from last week, remember Maya was like, I think Sullivan likes you. And she was like, nah, for real? Do you think she's just being cautious? Yeah, because that's okay. her boss. Okay. And she's been there down that road. Okay. Right? So, And she also likes the guy to make the move first. Right. And so, which is, you know, brings us, let's just follow this their storyline all the mm-hmm. way through. They get back. And you could tell that Sullivan wanted to say something to her, and she wanted to say something to him. And then she grabs him and kisses them, and they get all hot and heavy. Yes. And that's the moment that we waited for all all season since he showed up. And Maya has learned from Oliver Trice. Oh, excuse me, Andy. Mm -hmm. I keep saying Maya. Andy, I met Andy this whole time. Um, Andy has learned from all the trice that she's had in the past to lock the doors. Right. Even walking in on Maya and Jack. Mm-hmm. So she's going to lock the door. They take a, a small pause and she comes back and Sullivan's like, I think you should go. Mm. But we know why. Pride. No. He Yes. He can't perform. Okay. So let me speak guy talk. <laughs> let her try. This is what happened, okay? He want he wanted to go down just as much as she wanted to go down. We saw, like you said, he tried to kick the door, his, his leg, leg hurt, it went all numb, and then they were getting all hot and heavy, they were about to, like, go there, go there, and then he realized he can't perform. Instead of saying, Andy, my leg hurts, it's numb, I can't do anything, instead he says, I think you should go, that equals pride. I don't think that's pride. Go ahead, explain it then. Okay, it's not well... Pride. From a guy's standpoint, if I could not perform, then I'm not going to subject her to a mediocre performance. Okay, so what would you say to her if you're if you were in that situation? What would you have said? If I were in that situation, yeah, I would have told her my leg was hurting. So that's it. So we're saying the same thing. It's pride. Oh god, he had too much pride <laughs> to tell this lady the truth. But he doesn't want her worrying because he's trying to... doesn't matter because now we all know that she thinks that he rejected her and that he doesn't want to be with her and she took the risk to kiss him and to go there just to be rejected. She doesn't need to be so And now she's going to, you know, the wrath of a dragon like Game of Thrones. She's going to be that wrath because she feels like rejected. Watch. That's going to be part of my prediction, by the way. Um... I just, so much. So very much. Get to it. Andy has that moment with Ryan, too, which I think is important mentioning, where she goes up to him and is like, hey, you know, I can't believe we're not going to be neighbors anymore. Mm. And he's like, we haven't lived around the corner for very long, all salty, which I thought not becoming of you, Ryan, at all. Um and then he says, you've moved out, you moved on first. Right. And she's like, okay, dude, that's fine. Be Whatever. safe, peace. Yeah. What did you think of that? I think that was her way of closing the door. Me too. To that part of their relationship. She's just like, you know what, bro, I'm good. Yeah. I'm straight. Yeah, and if you're going to be all salty, I don't I don't need to talk yeah. to you. Our whole relationship now has been for nothing. Yeah. For it to end like this. So they uh, find the cat, bring the cat back to mm-hmm. the owner, and they Andy also shows up with the ring that you know because we know that his left hand got amputated yeah, got, yeah mutilated yeah so they found the ring and brought it back to Marie and Terry which I thought was a special moment mm-hmm. because you know it just brings it back together and I think that Maria will be less freaked out about mm-hmm. it and, and all of that 
They go back to L.A., find out that the fire is 80% contained. It's good. Right? And then we have Jack and Maya, and we have Dean. And we know that Nikki is going to show up and meet the friends Mm. of her new boo. Interesting. Nikki comes around the corner, and you see Maya and her. They look at each other, and they're both like, oh. (laughs) Exactly. And they're exes. Yes. Did you see that coming? I did not see that coming. Neither did I. I thought, I honestly thought the love triangle was going to be Maya, Jack, and Andy. I just thought they were going to wrap it around, and Andy was going to be like, Jack, my boo. And he was going to be like, Andy, my boo. Yeah. But when I saw... When I saw Nikki roll up and was like, what's up, Maya? Yeah. Yeah. And With then, the hate. And then she called her Nicole. Yes. So, you know, there's some hate going on. I love it. I think that this is going to be a beautiful triangle mm. because she, Nikki, Nicole, is mm. the unknown factor. Right. And I think that they're going to bring, and this will move a little into predictions, but I think that she's going to bring a side of Maya out that we haven't seen yet. Well, this tells me that Seattle is mighty small. It is, because you remember, you guys, and I say it all season, I'll continue to say I said it last season, Ryan is the only only cop. Nyla, you're right, he's the only cop in Seattle. I say it every episode because he shows up everywhere, even when they go to L.A. Mm. Any other final thoughts on this episode? Uh, I like, well, my final thought is about Travis. Oh yeah, and we how, should talk about that. Yeah, how he was apprehended, but I do like before we get there. I like how he was there to support Vic as he's always been. Yeah, it didn't matter how Vic pushed him away. He's always there. He's there. He's a true friend. That's a true friend, and I love it. Yeah, even with your bad attitude and your hurt and your pain and dealing with grief, you show up anyways. I love that. That's right. And her having trouble trying to get into the bed, and mm-hmm. then he she's able to be distracted by his new boo, mm-hmm. Dylan. Um, and sending a text, and they end up in the bed, and then they think their food is here, but it's it's different cops. Mm-hmm. So and different so, cops that we've never seen before. So maybe that's because Tanner's leaving, or because Tanner's still out of town. Yeah. So someone else has to do the job. <laughs> I guess. Whatever it is, they show up to arrest him. Um, the firefighter that got in the bra with him is mm-hmm. still in the hospital and now wants to press charges, and so they put him under arrest, and that's how they leave us. That's right. Guys, it was not my favorite episode, but definitely a lot of cliffhangers. Yeah, a lot. Let's move on to some news and gossip, guys, because there's a lot of news and gossip. So they left us with a lot of stuff, but this week uh, we ABC had their upfronts, so they were in New York. And so the first photo that I want to show you guys, (coughs) excuse me, is Andy and Ben at the upfronts in New York City, and they just look so beautiful, the two of them, don't they? Mm-hmm. they I do love look it. Good. I love it. I think that they look happy and healthy. Moving on, next we have Vic, and she looks fire here, yeah, like just dope. a super gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous girl. And she was at the Entertain- Entertainment Tonight uh, People Magazine uh, after party after the upfronts. Um, and then we have your favorite Maya in this beautiful green dress. She is rocking my favorite color. She's though. rocking it though, right? Mm-hmm. Looking, looking just amazing. And then we have Ben again, and he's a kicking it cash. I like yeah. the look though. He's super chill. And guys, they were super happy, and I'll tell you why shortly. But if you move on to the next one, before we get into tonight's insane TGIT finales of Grace Station Night 19. Is that Jasmine Guy? 
Yes, it is. Oh, okay. Let me hit you up with some more pictures from ABC's Upfront. Um, and yeah, it's Jasmine Guy. And it is a couple of the people from Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. And Ben, because you know Ben was on Grey's as well. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we have the dynamic th- trio. And they're in their L.A. firefighting outfits. Just hanging out. Season 2 finale tonight. And I just thought that this is a really adorable picture. Because yeah. it really goes back to like the girl power. Mm-hmm. And we're sisters and we'll always be together. It reminds me when they were sitting on the, on the porch in the beginning yeah, of the season. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like that. And then the next photo we have up is the family photo, I call it. And it's just all the cast members. And I just think it's a fun photo. You have the family here. The familia. Mm-hmm. And then we have the cast kind of behind the scenes with their dirty feet from the fire. And you see Vic being super, in my opinion, super gross. Like she's going to lick those dirty feet. Hey, but it's also. Some toes. Look how dirty those toes are, guys. All right. She can clean them up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, here is the big breaking news, guys. So, first and foremost, if you haven't heard, Station 19 has been renewed for a season three. So we will be back next season. So excited about that. And at the 2019 ABC Upfront presentations, the ABC Entertainment president, Carrie Burke, said that they are expanding the Grey's universe. And she actually said cinematic universe. So Shondaland, Grey's is going to now be a universe. So think like, you know, Marvel or DC Universe. And under the guidance of showrunner Krista Vernoff, um, fans can expect a crossover event between Grey's Anatomy and Station 19 every single week. That means that Grey's mashup was the business. The Grey, and <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. Burke said that the ratings for the Grey's Anatomy Station 19 block grew by double digits during the crossover episode this season, which is why they're looking to do so many more in the spring of 2020. So you guys, breaking news, if you do not watch Grey's, go on and get up on it, because Mm -hmm. Grey's and Station are going to be like she said, almost like a two-hour block. And I want to just read this real quick before we move on to some more photos and some fire facts. So, when she announced that, uh, they were going to do this for next year. Next year, I've learned that there is a bigger, more ambitious plan for integrating the two series into a shared universe following the success of the show. People expect the crossover, and what she's saying is that you can expect that the characters and storylines are going to be fluid, and the characters will go back and forth, so you would feel like it's a two-hour episode. Right. So that is why I'm saying, if you guys don't watch Grey's, make sure you watch Grey's and be up on Grey's, so then when we come back next season, mm-hmm. we're able to talk about both, because all the characters are going to be all intertwined. Crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Super legit. Moving on. Uh, look at these beautiful girls. Uh, again, mm-hmm. at the parties in New York City at the ABC Upfronts. And I just feel like they are, I'm going to call them the dynamic trio. Hashtag dynamic trio. Yeah. And then this I thought was a really cute picture of Maya and Vic kissing Ben on the cheek. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, Andy posing in L.A. in her firefighter outfit, which I think is hilarious, on the mm-hmm. fire hydrant. All yellowed out. And then I already talked about our renewal. So the last picture I wanted to talk about was Paris Barkley, who is a writer, not only on this show, guys. He does 
um, Mayans MC. He's just like all over the place. And our cutie Dylan is here shown behind the scenes with them. And it says, and here is Niall DeMarco from the set. You'll see much more tomorrow night on Station 19 in the season finale. And I actually do think uh, he's going to be someone that we see again. Oh, yeah, definitely. Guys, let's move into Firefax. And we have a fun little segment that we like to call Firefax. And a special treat for you guys. Our producer has produced the Firefax segment. And I can't wait to see what he came up with. All right. Thank you, Linda. So, yeah, uh, for Firefax today, I'm going to talk about a couple of things, just as I was uh, inspired by the segment that uh, the whole panel here at AfterBuzz TV have been presenting every week for a Station 19 after show. Kudos, guys. Uh, but I was kind of curious about a couple of things here. Um, what exactly is fire? What, what, what makes fire? Yeah. Right? So you have uh, a number of things that I had looked up online basically pertaining to a triangle or a as what is known as a fire tetrahedron (laughs) of sorts yeah but basically a combination of you know a flammable material uh uh, oxygen and a chemical reaction that causes heat and um you know in that sense basically so thinking of it from that perspective and going okay well uh just in the off chance that i find myself needing to put out a fire in say a home or you know some type of building i've actually learned that there are several different types of not only fires but also fire extinguishers and i have a couple of images that i am going to zoom up and put up on screen here in just a moment that i had googled around a little bit we'll start with the uh different kinds of fires. They are class-based, and they will actually correlate to whichever fire extinguisher you may have on hand at your home or place of work. Huh. Uh, uh, starting off with uh, A, it's green, uh, up, at the type, uh, up at the top of the screen here. Um, basically, that class of fire uh, pertains to ordinary combustibles, uh, paper-like materials, wood, cloth, uh, then, you know, just general household items. Uh, and then you have class B, which is red, uh, and that usually involves a flammable liquid like gasoline, mm. grease, oil, uh, paint, paint thinners, and tar. And then you have electrical equipment, uh, which is C and colored blue. Um, uh, clearly, yeah, involving electrical equipment, circuit breakers, machinery, appliances that have active electricity running through them. Um, and it's important to note that there are certain extinguishers uh, that can actually produce um, or conduct, for lack of a better term, electricity uh, if you use the wrong, wrong kind line. of exactly. If you use the wrong kind worse. of yeah. exactly. And then you have D, which is uh, yellow or gold, uh, and contains a special dry powder. As I'm just reading it off of here verbatim, used to put out fires in combustible metals like magnesium, titanium. Zirconium, sodium, lithium, and potassium. And then you have uh, one for cooking, which, uh, you know... Is K for cooking? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, according to this chart, it is. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to turn myself down here just a little bit. It's peaking. Hang on a second. No fires being made here. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Um, And that is uh, intended for, yep, just cooking fires, kind of like grease, but not quite like gasoline in that sense. And uh, in the next chart here uh, are the different types of fire extinguishers used for these several different classes of fires. So you have uh, water-based, 
again, these are color-coded to the other uh, letter-coded uh, image that I had up on screen just a moment ago. So you have uh, water, foam, dry powder, CO2, and wet chemical solution. And it's important to know and understand that each one is specifically designed to put out a specific kind of fire. So the next time you ever get your hands onto a fire extinguisher, it's important to know what kind of extinguisher you have, and it's also important to know if you see a fire in front of you to know what you can do to put it out. Now, if it actually takes you, say, I don't know, on upwards to say a couple minutes to figure out how to actually get a fire extinguisher to work or to read on the labels on how to actually uh, figure out what kind you have, you may have already not only doubled but possibly even tripled the size of fire that you have because as the golden rule of thumb is uh as i pull it up here <laughs> for every minute yep a fire will double in size yeah i knew that fact yeah so basically steve is saying don't wait till you're in trouble know what you have where you have it how it works and what it works on and if you think that you're gonna need something different then go ahead and order that Am I right? Am I right? Absolutely. Beautiful. Back to you guys. Let's do uh, some predictions real quick. All right. Hit it. Hit it. Okay. <laughs> and now, you're after Buzz TV. What do you think's happening in season three? Well, season three, I have to agree with you about Andy. Andy is going to have an emotional outburst, something extremely dramatic, overblown without thinking and not listening to what Sullivan had to say. One. Two. Travis is going to be put in a situation where I feel Ryan actually may have to come back and help him get out of because he's the cop who can speak to his behalf. Mm. And Pruitt is going to get promoted. That, okay. ha- that has to happen. So so I'll just tap myself on the back right now. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so my predictions. Uh, Jack, Maya, Nikki, Dean. It's going to be a crazy, messy, yucky situation. And like I said earlier, I think that uh, Nikki is going to expose some things about Maya that we did not know and they're probably not going to be great things. I think that uh, Dylan's going to stick around. I think Dylan is going to be Travis's new love interest and because I still love Grant so much, I think Grant's going to come back and make that situation a little messy as well. Okay. Um, I definitely think Pruitt is going to be everyone's new boss and I think that with the strife that's going to happen between Sullivan and Andy, that's going to be a mess- messy situation mm-hmm. for Sullivan specifically. And then uh, last but not least, I think that Ben is not going to get on Medic One. Oh. And I think that now that we're, we know that there's going to be a crossover and he doesn't want to be a firefighter, that really is his opening to go back to surgery and us still seeing him all the time. Yep, that's true. Those are my predictions. Guys, it's been such a fun season with you. I'm going to miss you guys all. Guys, I'm going to miss you in the live chat. I have a ton of other shows that I do here at AfterBuzz, so definitely come check me out over there. Uh, Catch 22, we have dropping tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do I do? I do pilot reviews. Uh, I do a bunch of shows. Look me up. Follow me all across social media at Linda So Girly, and you'll be able to see all the shows that I'm involved with. I love you guys. Thank you so much for joining. And where can they find you? Um, you can find me all social media at Cleverly Clad. I do the Red Line on Sunday nights at eight o'clock, at ten o'clock, and I do Gentleman Jack Mondays at nine. Beautiful guys. Till next season. Bye for now. Hello. Bye, live chat. 
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.